guys didn't read any dicks. <laughs> I literally do not know what you're talking about. All right, so, so I'm also, okay. So my sister-in-law wants to do one of those uh, demolition rooms where you like break uh, plates and glasses oh, and like printers, yeah, okay, I remember and TVs now. and shit like that. And she wanted me to make a playlist for it, and I'm like, all right, well, I could do like five songs. Uh, what about the theme song to Benny Hill? <laughs> so I was thinking. I can just fuck with her because it's her birthday and she'll be pissed. I can just play What is Love five times in a row. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what I wanted to That'd be good. <laughs> I think what it needs to be is some like epic orchestrated like classical song. Yeah. You know, and all the big hits are just. Yeah. You know, I could do like the soundtrack to like 300 or some shit like that. You know, or like Fantasia. Fantasia. Eighteen twelve yeah. Richard. Yeah. I might just do some, you know, rock stuff because otherwise she'll get pissed and then she'll be pissed the whole fucking night. <laughs> Who is this? I don't want to piss her off on her birthday again. Again? Oh, that sounds fun. Well, she blacks out sometimes and she doesn't remember. But <laughs> at some point I normally Yeah, just get her blacked off. out if she gets mad. <laughs> That's her goal is to piss her off and then get her so drunk <laughs> she forgets. She forgets she was mad at That's you. why she keeps inviting me out for her birthday. Yeah. <laughs> she yeah. doesn't remember the last one. You wouldn't be invited <laughs> if you <laughs> just go for it. <laughs> All right. This is Script Prompt 2, a bi-weekly podcast where we brainstorm and improvise television and film script concepts based on random creative prompts that we pull out of a lego cup my wife gave me my name is chad i'm paul i'm sam you know last week i put a bunch of photos up on social asking people to vote on which academy award nominee we would cast in this week's episode honestly not a lot of people actually responded so we're not doing that but if you go ahead and check us out on facebook twitter instagram and let us know we will uh, incorporate that into an upcoming episode of script prompt 2 um <laughs> no promises no promises yeah. Uh, awesome. So let's get started. It is Paul's turn this evening. Roll the dice. We're going to roll the dice on the iPad. Four. So he's going to draw four prompts out of the cup. How well are these mixed? They're well mixed. And I think what you should do is one at a time. Just yeah. kind of swirl around and do pick them out one at a time. Swirls? Yeah, I don't think you should pick them all out together. I think that's a recipe for disaster. Mm, okay. I'm going with this guy. I like the way it feels. This single word title. Awesome. So that just means the title needs to be one word. Got it. And a gun. A gun. That's the thing you shoot people with. It is. It goes bang, bang. And that's a prop. Prop. And another prop. Wall art. Wall art. Hmm. Okay, so, I mean, I think that can mean anything, like a painting or a, like a print or poster or... Okay. Character. Retired. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't say anything besides retired. So it's yeah, that means like, they're older retired. and retired, yeah. Yeah, it's one of those retirements. They can be retired from <laughs> Early anything. Early retirement. So... What do you think, Paul? Single word title, prop gun, prop wall art, and C... A retired. A retired character. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. The Great. White Walker is coming back up on me. <laughs> and this White Walker is going to cause the worst indigestion 
I've ever had in my life. It's so gross. Why do we keep doing this? We I have to do know. it at least like five more times to get rid of that bottle, though. For the viewers at home, Paul, <laughs> I guess, was vacationing in one of the layers of hell <laughs> and was given a bottle of Johnny Walker White Walker for free, he claims. <laughs> It was he like five bucks. Spent five dollars. Uh, oh, now it's like five dollars. I'm sure next week it'll be ten. <laughs> and we've been trying to dispose of it throughout this podcast, and uh, it yeah, tastes it like menthol work. scotch. Yeah, it's it's like a Game of Thrones limited edition uh, Johnny Walker, but it tastes horrible. It's it's peeling <laughs> the paint off my insides. <laughs> All right. Does All anyone right. have any ideas? I got an idea. I like to hear how we did it kind of before where you guys kind of give me your ideas. I'll give you mine and we can kind of influence me. Okay, cool. Sam, uh, you got an idea? So just looking at these, uh, my first thought with retired was, I mean, you could have a, a good old geriatric trying to, uh, you know, live a peaceful end to their life. Or you could go the other way. And have it be about somebody who's retired early, maybe somebody who's retired from some kind of crime thing or mm-hmm. some kind of um, secret agent type of character, or highly skilled individual or something like that. Okay. Um, and then the wall art could possibly be the catalyst for what happens. It could be something very valued. Um, and I think a gun, like Hitchcock said, give anybody a gun. You got a movie. Is that what he said? (laughs) (laughs) Quote. I'm paraphrasing and I might have it completely wrong. But no, I think, no, maybe it was Truffaut. (laughs) Somebody at some point said, all you need is like a bag of money or a gun. Uh And you got a movie. I can see that. I mean, just realistically. Because it's that inciting thing. Mm -hmm. Somebody who doesn't expect to have a gun Mm -hmm. or a bag of money. Yeah automatically has a decision to make at that yeah, point, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And then you just go from there. And you go from there. Yeah. Um, my immediate thought is something along the lines of Home Alone, but with old people. Oh, okay. Like a, <laughs> a, uh, <laughs> a very old man, <laughs> retired man, uh, is trying to stop uh, some criminals from, uh, from stealing something. I, I, the gun is probably something that the criminals have mm-hmm. and the wall art is something in his house that maybe is not worth anything, but like he uses to, you know, subdue them or, or, yeah. or instead of a stupid life. idea. Like mm-hmm. what if it's about like a old folks home mm-hmm. and like some generic Walmart, like wall art goes missing <laughs> and this man just goes crazy yeah. and just <laughs> begins interrogating and yeah. it just opens up some weird like conspiracy plot that's some underworld that's going on and mm-hmm. guns are involved. All right. All right. And everyone's 90. <laughs> okay. Um. So my initial thought was to basically tell the the O.J. Simpson story from when he finally went to jail, when he tried to sell a guy in Vegas some of his old sports memorabilia. Oh, yeah. God, that word. He wanted it back, right? Sports memorabilia. Yeah. He tried to like he tried to sell it to this guy, get his money, and then he came back in 
rob the guy to take the money and the memorabilia <laughs> back so he can like resell it again or okay. just so he can have it so he didn't lose his stuff. Um, but that's when, you know, I think there was a sting operation or something like that, but there was definitely hotel security camera stuff that showed him robbing this guy and the wall art can be like his Jersey or something like that. Okay. And he robbed him with the gun. He's retired, but he's not like super old. So it's yeah, kind yeah, of like yeah. that late forties, fifties kind of a guy. And then the single word title can just be Simpson or we can change it. If we don't, you know, want to get sued by him and possibly give a murderer some, some money. I don't actually. So what I um, read recently is that as long as it's, a thing that happened Mm -hmm. and you're not making any claims that aren't untrue that could be turned into defamation of character yeah it is completely legal to make a movie about someone yeah like they don't have rights as long as you're like not using their name is no you can even use their name what you can't do is you know make a movie and then change anything it has to be like 100 percent factual because if you change anything if it's not yeah if it's not like what is known to be true Mm -hmm. then they could file like yeah you know defamation of character or whatever if you were to say that like imply in there somewhere that oj simpson did murder his wife right then it becomes defamation of character because then you're making these implications that are not known to be true okay well, why don't we make it just based on that? So we won't use based on that, but it'll have elements like the yeah. whole retired. We so who's, um, whose point you know. of view do we do we want to tell the story? Through? <clears throat> is it through the point of view of the retired uh, football, baseball, sports star? Or is it um, through the point of view of the police arresting them later? Is it because I think that that kind of informs how the story is told Mm -hmm. when we think about whose point of view we want to tell it from. I don't know. I I also, I kind of like the idea of the old home alone. (laughs) 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 It sounds funny as shit. I feel like they kind of already did that with, uh, was that movie red or reds? I don't know if I, I I don't think I've watched that. Yeah. It is. It's kind of a little bit more, spy yeah retired mm. spy kind of a thing or I, I was or thinking i mean i i wasn't necessarily thinking it's like straight up rip off of home alone but like yeah more in that vein where it's a retired old person yeah trying yeah. to stop someone from robbing them yeah and that and that's it like that's the hook i kind of like the robbery idea i think i think i want to go with that which one the like simpson-esque kind yeah of like no, robbery. Okay. I, I think that's a, a cool direction and um I never watched the movie, but Pain and Gain was kind of based on real life, stupid, idiotic murderers mm-hmm. and thieves. Um, and I kind of want to do that same kind of tone where it's like, we're, we're kind of telling this not specifically like we're on the guy's side, um, but we're seeing, you know, the cops kind of going back and forth between the cops trying to solve this case and him trying to get away with it. And there are going to be another guy in there who's trying to rob Simpson after he's got the money and the memorabilia to like take both of that and then like fuck off to Asia and sell all the mm-hmm. stuff and steal his money, you know? 
So there could be like kind of like three different stories kind of going on all at the same time. And you're never really rooting for anyone because they're all kind of you can make them all kind of just like slime balls, except for maybe the cop or the detective or whatever. Yeah. I mean, he's dirty. And then he's like he's trying to solve it so he can steal the money, too. Like, well, what if it's the main character is the retired sports athlete? Let's just call him Jerry for now. So we have someone to call him. Okay. I like that. Jerry Connell. <laughs> the uh, the main character is Jerry Connell, and now <laughs> the name char- the main character is Jerry, and we are telling the story from his perspective, but he is he doesn't have a redeeming arc. Mm-hmm. He has a declining arc. Yeah, like Walter White, right? Most yeah. of Breaking Bad is from his perspective, but he's not. He's not a hero. He's a... Yeah. You know, and he slowly becomes his own villain, right? Mm-hmm. And then you have other characters who are represented as antagonists. So maybe the other criminal is a straight-up antagonist, mm-hmm. and the police officer is an antagonist, but he has maybe a redeeming arc or maybe a flat arc. Maybe he doesn't really have an arc at all. He's just a re- He's just not a, a totally bad person. I mean, that kind of... I kind of like those movies where everyone's just kind of shit, but like they're all, mm-hmm. you're never quite rooting for everyone. Like, um, oh, there was this movie free fire. It was like one of those rooms with like an ensemble cast and they're all these like drug and, uh, gun smugglers and shit like that. And there's like basically a, a gun deal goes bad and everyone starts kind of killing and shooting at each other in this one room. Um, but you're never really on the side of anyone. Um, maybe like one guy for a little bit, but not really. They're all just kind of like bad people. And mm-hmm. that's kind of what I, I want this to feel like. I want you to feel almost like you're going to be on the side of the detective, but then he does some like shady shit to try to benefit from this weird fucking thing that he's kind of figured out like midway through the movie. So you're you're going to kind of like him at first but then you're just gonna be like oh he's a piece of shit too just like the rest of them everyone involved in this thing okay so is this guy like oj like the it's jerry yeah but did he <laughs> kill his wife and that whole trial happened with this character as well or i think we can leave that out of it like we can, we don't have to like acknowledge that he got off with like murder or anything like that I mean, he can have some, like, other prior shit happen to him that we kind of find out when he gets interrogated by the cop. Um, but it doesn't have to necessarily be murder, but... Okay. So he has a past. Not as... Yeah. Famous as OJ's. But it makes him yeah, not be you, a... Yeah, you want to think of, like a, like, a Ray Lewis or something like that, you know, where he was kind of implicated, but not, you know... And then he kind of, they couldn't necessarily prove anything. So where, where's this going? So this guy, he's a sports, probably famous person. Mm-hmm. He passed. He, he breaks into that Vegas place, steals his memorabilia back. Where is it going that we learn 
something about the character besides them just going to jail. Mm-hmm. Like if we just retell it, I don't know if that story in and of itself is like, if you just think of OJ, right? Mm-hmm. He went to jail. He got out recently. Yeah. And now he's doing whatever. Yeah. What as viewers, what is that to us? Like if it's about that character, what, what's the conflict? Like, mm-hmm. if they just go to the jail, that's not the, really the conflict, right? There's got to be a conflict in an antagonist in jail. There's got to be something that they want. Mm-hmm. Or is, I mean, I assume this was... Are you saying he goes to jail more than... And that's not the end of the movie? I thought that that was the end of the movie. I don't think him going to the jail is the end of the movie. I kind of feel like what we do is we're going to kind of start with jerry getting kicked out of the house by his wife because after his retirement he's just gotten lazy and fat and he's not doing anything to help the house the money's drying up he's you know gotten like a dui so many times and you know they can't afford you know to fix shit or whatever so she finally is like fuck it i'm done kicks him out and then he's like out on his own and trying to figure out what to do he kind of comes up with this scheme he gets someone like another former football player to kind of help him out with it. And then they start kind of like looking for marks and someone they could do this to trying to figure out a place to do it. But like along the way, they're just they're they're dumb and stupid at this shit. And they just like keep fucking things up and doing stuff like the wrong way that just keeps kind of building we got to identify what the character wants. We got to identify it. what the story but we'll is. we'll get there. Let's in just, like one sentence, what is the story? Yeah, it, let's just... Former football player, down on his luck, trying to make some cash. What does he need the cash for? He needs to pay back child support to his first wife. Like, he's on his second wife already. So he needs to pay back child support or some shit like that. I think we got to up the stakes. Up the I stakes more? Because they sell their memorabilia and then rob the person they sold it to, right? And if the ending of that isn't he gets caught and goes to jail, then what's the next step? So he set up this crime, he executed it, then he went to jail. What what's after that? And it has to be bigger than trying to outwit the law if he's already been like so doing it and trying to get away with it and not get caught mm-hmm. is a story, right? And then if he ends up getting caught and is in jail, then that's a story where the protagonist doesn't win, which is fine. Yeah. But if you're saying that the midpoint of the movie, the point where he doesn't... So he expected to steal this thing, get away with it. He hits the midpoint of the movie and gets arrested and jailed for it. So the rest of that is kind of, how does that end? Because that's still not... We haven't got to the climax yet, Mm -hmm. right? Well, give me ideas. Well, I mean, like, a lot of crime movies, right? Take, like, Ocean's Eleven. Danny Ocean's motivation there is has a lot to do with Julia Roberts' character, right? Yeah, I think so. So that is, like, it's for a person, right? To get mm-hmm. back with the person. So Danny wants to get back with mm-hmm. Julia Roberts. Or he takes Psycho, right? She gets the money. Mm-hmm. She decides to go, you know? She doesn't want to get caught. She wants to get away with it. I think with this guy... He either needs to like if you're if you want to go the angle like the relationship ended and he wants to get back with that person, having this money will accomplish something, at least in his mind, that will enable him to do that. Mm-hmm. Or if he's trying to like he used to be some big star, now he's some broke, has been, he's trying to 
throw up something it's got to be something like he's trying mm-hmm. to throw a big party to mm-hmm. regain that status you know like it can't be like i want to be cool again there has to be a specific thing that he wants to achieve to make that happen you know kind of like uh wizard of oz right mm-hmm. she wants the the slippers it's a clear object to yeah. go but you could say that's those slippers are a metaphor for a lot of things for mm-hmm. it like there's a lot of things that type of dude could want, right? Yeah. Get, like, reunite his family. Like, Uncut Gems. He was constantly kind of held down by his... Impul- just being an impulsive person, gambling addict, right? Yeah. And he's just... Whatever happens to him, he can't help himself. Okay. And then okay. he's, he's his own antagonist yeah. in that case, right? And he spirals in and out of control and keeps going until he meets his demise, right? Okay, I I like that idea of the gambling thing, right? So maybe he's like got into like serious gambling debt and he doesn't have the money, so he needs to make the money by mm-hmm. going and selling his memorabilia, but he can only do that so many times cuz he doesn't have a lot of shit left cuz he's already gambled a lot of yeah. money. So he needs to keep the memorabilia and do sell it to another guy and get the cash and uh-huh. keep the stuff yeah. and keep doing this. So he's trying to do this and he he tested it out it's worked once, twice, three, four times. Now it's like he's almost done paying off the mafia guy or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then shit goes crazy and, you know, he holds up this guy and someone gets killed or gets shot or something like that. So how big is this guy as far as a celebrity? Was he on Cameo.com at some point? What Cameo? Oh, my God. Once you sent that to me, like, my brain shut off, and I was just like, oh, my God, all these people are so cheap. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, is that the site where you can... You can, you can pay actors to send yeah. you yeah. a video message. Yeah. But it didn't it, I mean, like, I don't know how long the video message is, but it's literally, like, $150 for someone to send yeah. you a yeah. video message. My on brother phone. did one. Uh, uh, you know who Shoe Nice is? I have no He's idea. He's like a guy who like eats like shoes, soap, <laughs> really nice. <suit. laughs> yeah, he like made a living. He's just like this crazy guy, and he'll just like chug Tide, or <laughs> like drink a whole handle of vodka in ten seconds. But yeah, he was like ten dollars. Yeah, wow. <laughs> there's some was, people in there that like nice. are actually famous and like yeah, yeah. It was Steve Gutenberg's on there. Yeah, for hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> Riff yeah. Raff was on there. Yeah, Flavor Flav was on there. He's a little bit out of the price range, but there was a couple people yeah. that were like, that's worth a hundred bucks. So what about Jerry? Like, was he a huge player? Yeah, he was like... Like a, OJ? He was like a big player, yeah. I, I want to put him like on the same kind of like caliber as OJ, but he's like, it's been years and he fell like hard. Like, he had a really good career for like 12 years, not quite that like longevity of getting mm-hmm. something like 20 in, but he was like megastar like you know like rg3 when he first came out he everyone fucking buying all his shit and then like after the first season just like broke his self and now he's like it's like third string on some team i don't even know he is second string for the baltimore ravens there you go (laughs) some kind of team (laughs) some kind of team (laughs) that's why i I liked saying jerry because like jerry rice that kind of like a big iconic. So he's big and fall like kind of like. But, but like Lenny Jerry Rice Dykstra. never had like a like a downfall. Like you know, a, like Lenny Dykstra, like Lenny Dykstra. He played for the Mets. Okay. His is more, I think, drugs. Yeah. But yeah. he, I mean, he wasn't OJ huge, but he's pretty big. And then, but he's just like completely in denial. Like who can they, Jose can bankrupt. 
right? Like that. Mm-hmm. Like his life after baseball is just a mess. He's getting his fucking finger cut off and it, it gets smelling rotten, just falls off somewhere. And he's getting all kinds of like weird divorces. He's doing like the celebrity house shit, you know? Yeah. Or, or like Tanya Harding. World or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like Tanya Harding. Like their life after they were big is just like crumbling behind them. And they're doing, you know, shitty TV shows with Vanilla Ice and Dustin Diamond. You know? yeah. yeah. So like they, they're they looking for a comeback, but like they've done Almost all that like shit. They Pete gambled Rose. it all away. Like a Pete Rose. That, that, could, that could work. Something like that. Who's like a very controversial kind of like figure. But also important to the game or whatever, you know, like almost like Richard Sherman or um, Ocho Cinco or something like that. You know, they had like this big kind of thing and then they kind of. Richard Sherman is the top cornerback for the 49ers who are playing the Super Bowl this weekend. Yeah, it's a name. It's a guy. <laughs> doing a thing. Whatever. So I don't if know he if does this scam a bunch and is starting to pay off his mm-hmm. debt and then he gets arrested. Yeah kind of like a han solo thing where he gets he gets pulled away from paying off his debt he's like this close and he gets pulled away and then the loan shark mobster whatever that he owes the money to maybe gets a hit on him in prison or something like that right does that make sense i can i can see like the prison hit thing happening and then let's say because this guy's formerly athletic he's not in great shape but enough to kind of like break out of prison so he breaks out and he finds out that the mafia guy knew jerry's plan and told the detective so he wouldn't you know get out of debt to him and he'd just keep that guy in debt so he'd have to kind of keep using him to make money or whatever like maybe he's like doing some kind of like underground fighting or some shit like that for the mafia guy and he doesn't want him to be completely clear of owing him this money so he's like I figured out your plan because you got this guy involved. I pressed him and I got information and I have this cop in my pocket. So I fed him the information on this last time you're going to try your little scam. That way the detective turns out to be dirty who kind of like most of the time. And then that kind of gets you back on Jerry's side at the end where it's like you kind of hate him. He's a shit. And then all this other stuff kind of happens because he's just kind of fallen into these hard times. And you think this detective's doing good and... You know, just doing his job, but it turns out he's under the thumb of the mafia guy. So we got to throw a mafia guy in there now. Okay. Well, okay. I mean, I think you have the mafia guy instead of another scam artist. Right? Yeah, yeah. Like, this guy's got to have like a partner or whatever who's like his friend from childhood that he's known for years because mm-hmm. he's got to get betrayed, right? It's not just uh, some dude that he knows. It's like a lifelong friend, you know, so you can have those like flashbacks of when they're a kid or something like that. So you know, it can start when they're young. Lifelong friend works in this gang, got him involved, and then is the one that is kind of... Yeah, like he got in the gambling okay. debt with this guy and he, and then his friend is like, you should do these fights. I've been doing them with the, the guy for years and then mm-hmm. he kind of gets drugged into the fights and he really draws a crowd because he's a former football player that was like really big. So that makes a lot of money for the mafia boss. It doesn't completely need to make sense with the mafia guy because they have a different kind of like code and, you know, reason for keeping people down. So they stay in debt and they constantly have to like do stuff for them. Well, if we're bringing this fighting thing in, I'm kind of wondering if maybe that's the reason instead of gambling or maybe he gambled on himself and lost or something like that to the point where that's kind of tied together. Yeah, he could he could be like Pete Rose and got kicked out for 
gambling on the Super Bowl that he was in or a playoff mm-hmm. game or some shit like that, you know. So he's like big player, was disgrace, hard times with the guy, you know, doing these fights and all of his gambling addiction and shit. And now he's got to do this scheme to get his money. And uh... yeah, I think our story here might be about somebody who kind of won the lottery, right? Mm-hmm. And through their own doing, mm-hmm. they were disgraced to the point where now they're in a bad spot. Yeah. 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 You know, so they're their own antagonist. I think, you know, it's self versus self in yeah. this one, right? And it's, yeah. It's and, very much how like the gambler works. Uh, mm-hmm. It came out. Maybe 2014, 13 mm. with uh, Marky Mark. And he's like a gambler. He just keeps getting deeper and deeper and deeper into the shit. You know, you're just following him down this hole. I think it was a remake of something, maybe with uh, Paul Newman at some point. But um, And then he finally starts getting his shit together at the end. But I kind of like this where there's a little bit more complexity going on yeah. with this friend from childhood. And then this like mob guy who's kind of... I, I kind of pictured like the mob guy more like, um, oh, what's his name? Is it Albert Brooks from Drive? Yeah. Yeah, right. I was where, something like that. Where he's kind of just like, he's an intimidating figure, but he's not like that over the top, like Robert De Niro from, you know, The Untouchables. You know, it's like, it's more of a subdued, just like, he doesn't look like a mafia boss. And mm. that's how he's been able to get all this power and this money and do all this shit is because he just looks like some regular old dude but he's just like fucking savage you know yeah i think that works i mean if this guy is huge and he's pete roseworthy like he he's worth money yeah and i think it'd be an interesting play to maybe make the guy he owes all the money to Mm kind of be friendly yeah like they're friends and also the mafia guy thinks he's cool because he was a sports hero but Mm -hmm. he also there's money involved. Yeah. And yeah. maybe have a kind of uh, an interesting relationship between those two mm-hmm. where the mafia guy's like, he owes me money. I can't let a guy just owe me money. Yeah. Especially maybe the um, the athlete, maybe he's, you know, he owes money, but he's still spending a lot to try to like keep his status going or something, right? Mm-hmm. So he can't really be having this guy owing him money and spending all over town because that's not good to him but it's also a guy he likes they're a little friendly plus he's this big sports guy so as an audience if you have that kind of suspense there of what's going to happen with that yeah that could be interesting to play with mm-hmm. so what would you say the inciting incident is what kind of kicks off the story i was kind of thinking it's when he loses a fight and gets into significant debt with the mob guy does so, that make sense? So is yeah. So like this he's guy, fight, he lost okay. a fight because he's. Oh, I think he's like going there and fighting and like he, boxing. Yeah, and yeah, he like yeah. bets on himself, but then loses. So he is a boxer, or he's a disgraced celebrity who is boxing to make he's, money. He's a disgraced former football player who is boxing. Who's fighting? To make money. Okay, maybe not boxing, but yeah, just well, like like, like fight a clubbing, fight club. Right? That's that's what I was expecting more, like underground. Yeah. And he's he a celebrity he's, fight or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And no, he thinks he's is... all big and bad and badass, and he goes in there, and he maybe he wins a lot of fights, and he bets yeah. on himself, but then he bets like a big thing on himself, and someone comes in there just like lays him out. Right. Yeah, yeah, like I'm, I'm thinking it's like a like a rigged thing. Like the mob boss, he's like, oh, you're gonna yeah. you're gonna finally buy your way out, and so they like, they give the guy like you know, some kind of metal plate underneath his his uh, his taped hand, right? Because they they do like 
the taped fists when they do this uh this kind of fighting and so it's like some big dude who's you know a challenge but like with that extra like you know cheating edge the mob boss puts a big bet against the guy so he makes a shitload of money Mm -hmm. and this guy stays in debt to the mob boss you know yeah because he made some ridiculous bet that he could never that could be interesting like what if it's supposed to be rigged Mm -hmm. right so it was supposed to be rigged so he won he won and the mob boss is like telling him that yeah and unknowingly the what's his name jeff jerry 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 puts a big bet on himself because he knows he's gonna win yeah and then they put, and then the mob boss the switches switcheroo. it on him, and he gets knocked out, and the guy's got something shady mm-hmm. or something. Yeah, yeah. And you'll you'll see something shady. I don't know what. Yet, it goes from know. there. Yeah, yeah. And that's the inside instance. He loses a ton of money, and now now he's in debt. Now he's got a little bit of an enemy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe he decides to retaliate a little bit. Yeah. And then he decides to rob a casino. <laughs> Is that what he's doing? Well, that's the Simpson thing, right? <laughs> Well, I like I like I like the the kind of like general story that we started with, where he's gonna rob the people who's buying the memorabilia. Yeah. He's gonna like do it, you know, in different places. So you know, a lot of people. Yeah, I think he on. sets up. Yeah. Like a eBay page, and then. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, I always wonder that, like, when people steal really famous paintings, like. How do you sell that? You you gotta like know people. It's so you gotta, sketchy. You, you gotta, gotta like, know a buyer. Yeah, like meet men in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you told me about this before. Which yeah, is ridiculous. <laughs> I don't think I know about the meat man. <laughs> Explain the meat man. Explain the meat. Man. Uh, like dudes will be like, "What kind of meat you want?" Mm-hmm. And then uh, they'll go shoplift it for you and sell it to you at half price. But a lot of times they'll just shoplift a bunch of stuff and hang out in a parking lot and try to sell it. So you're getting some like behind racers. There used to be a guy that has just been sitting outside forever. I mean, you don't know. <laughs> I mean, we're hoping uh, it's same day steal. <laughs> yeah, One time, no, Kevin no, no, and me no. were at racers and there's a meat guy in the parking lot. And did, Kevin bought did you get a bunch meat? of meat. Kevin did. I didn't. Tell me he didn't get the Christmas ham. <laughs> yeah, that's what he gets. No, no, no. It was all Jesus just like Christ. hamburgers. I ate a shit uh, about ham. No, no. He gets good. He gets a good ham. Goddamn. No, I think Stolen he got, Christmas you know, a couple ribeyes. And, uh... It scared me that I've been eating parking lot ham for a while. No, that man can cook a ham. That is never delicious. Had... That. He, like, he, like, bastes it in, like, every, like... He's got a recipe. He tells me what minutes. he puts into it, but I swear he has something special he's holding back. Yeah, it's delicious. It's so good. <laughs> All right, so in terms of other characters, we have Jerry, the retired sports player football player are we saying that he was caught gambling on his own games and was kind of forced to retire in shame and then he i think he's banned from his sport but then if he's boxing he can't be banned across all things so it shouldn't be like drugs i kind of like the idea of him gambling and getting banned because it kind of speaks to like it's like an addiction, right? So this is addiction. one of his addictions. I don't see him actually boxing in any official capacity. Yeah, I see yeah. him doing it's, like just like a, illegal fighting. A weird yeah. fight. Well, that's what I mean. I wrote in here he's illegally fighting. Yeah. He's in illegal like so fighting ranks. This huge star, he got banned from gambling. Mm-hmm. Like if Pete Rose was illegal street fighting, yeah, you would kind of automatically tell where this person is in their life. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. They, so like they need help and they're in tough times. We established he was a. You know, yeah. he got banned from football for gambling on his own games. And then we show him in legally street fighting. Mm-hmm. And maybe we see him win a fight, right? Mm-hmm. And then he is talking to the mob boss who he's actually really friendly with, right? He's yeah. 
Like they're they're yeah. really friendly. He treats him like he's a celebrity. And that that's where the crossover comes in. It's not like maybe it's not a friend he's known from kids or whatever. Well, someone's got to give up his plan. And if it's yeah. like a friend that betrays him, that kind of gives motivation yeah, yeah, okay. to how this mob boss figures out that he's been doing this. And it's just like one more thing fucking piled upon another, mm-hmm. you know, and that's when he's like, I, I, I got to, you know, take care of these guys because I've been backstabbed one too many fucking times. Let's just, let's just end this. Yeah, and I can get out. I'll get on with my life. Disappear somewhere in the wind. But I gotta get this guy first. I gotta get that guy first. And this mm-hmm. guy kind of kind of becomes a little bit more of a revenge kind of thing. And I don't know if you want to have that like tone shift in there, but I I kind of like the idea of it being kind of like a Coen Brothers movie where it's like matter of factly, like, there's just like murder and it just it just happens yeah. instead of it being like built up like someone. You know, yeah. holding a gun on someone for five fucking minutes. It's just like some Talking. shit that happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I kind of I kind of like that kind of mood to the whole. The this movie, whole movie is actually a lot like Uncut Gems. Yeah. So maybe I after you go see it, see it. Yeah. it's really good. But I haven't, just for the record, I haven't seen it. And I, if I am, you know, ripping off of it, it's incidental because I. I don't think it's really like it. yeah. anything original. Yeah. Like that movie's been done mm-hmm. a yeah. bunch of times. It's just, uh, you know, everybody's got their own take on it. Yeah. I mean, even this has so got similarities to, like, Rounders or something like yeah. that, you know, where it's, like, Matt Damon's helping out Ed Norton because Ed Norton's constantly in and out of jail, but he's got this skill where he can just, you know, play poker like no one else, you know? So maybe after he loses and he's in all this debt and he's just kind of, he doesn't know what he's going to do. He's talking to his friend who's also involved. And at that point he is just basically, I don't know how I'm going to pay this off. Maybe I should go to the police and try to get out of this in Mm -hmm. some way. And his friend talks him out of it, talks him back into like, I'm sure we can figure out how to do this. And then they come up with this plan together to, uh, to kind of con these people into getting the money. Right. Yeah. And then, so then they decide to go through with that. Mm-hmm. And then you see that working for a little while, right? Mm-hmm. That's going successfully until he gets caught. Is there a, another story we could tell in here? Another, like a B, like a side story mm-hmm. that's also going on? Is that the police officer's story? Is he a significant character at this point? Who I think we need something there mm-hmm. that... Is it the is it getting his family back? Story? Yeah, like something. So what's that the other story? In there? To... He'll come. He'll come back every now and then back to you know his ex wife's place and kind of talk to his kids and you know they'll get in arguments with his ex wife and shit like that. He's like, I'm trying to fix this. And she, and yeah. She's like, Okay. You're so behind on like fucking child support. What is this shit? You know. This is just a thought. Like he needs money also because they go to private school or something like shit like that because they're you know they were rich. So he needs money to kind of pay that off too. So yeah. he needs to pay two things. He needs to pay fucking school for the kid, pay this uh, child support, pay this uh, small bus. He's got a lot of shit going on. So it's like all kind of just like building, you know? What about this? Like to this guy, he's a gambler, right? He wants money, kind of superficial. And that's one of his issues. Mm-hmm. What if maybe he has a son who's like a teenager mm-hmm. and he's a loser to the kid? So maybe he got divorced, lost visitation or whatever. Or, I mean, he can visit with him, but he doesn't have custody or anything. Yeah. 
He's kind of off on his own, and he's, he's trying, trying to, to reconnect with his son. Yeah. And he wants to look big in his son's eyes, mm-hmm. you know, and be a dad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the things he's trying to do directly sabotage that. He's sabotaging yeah. himself. So he thinks having money yeah. so is a big thing, which isn't what he needs to do. He just needs to be present. Mm-hmm. So he's doing all these things, and he's defeating himself. So yeah. it's not really he's trying to please an ex-wife or rekindle a relationship or anything like that. It's yeah. He's trying to reconnect with his son and be yeah. a father, and he's doing it in all the wrong ways. I can, I can he's trying to get he, money. He's trying to seem cooler than he is. He's yeah. trying to, mm-hmm. you know, be this big sports star again. Like and that. none of that really matters to his son. His son just wants his dad. Yeah. yeah. You know, so he's trying to reconnect, but he's doing completely wrong because mm-hmm. that is the antagonist in this, right? Himself. Yeah, it's and what if he, uh, in the beginning, he actually takes his son to one of the fights and you kind of see the son like react negatively. To yeah, that. And it's completely yeah. inappropriate. It's place like, yeah, so inappropriate. Like, like he's yeah, too, yeah. too young for it still. But, you know? but he thinks like, he's like, like him, it's, I'm doing competition. You know? There's people who yeah, yeah. see me. He'll yeah. think it's cool, but it's, he yeah. just is completely missing it. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, he, he can't see on the same level. Like, he's trying to keep that semblance of when he was still playing and famous yeah, um, and like trying to keep that lifestyle up for his kids, so he doesn't know that he's like broke. Because he thinks that's you know? what's important kind of, and makes him who he is. And yeah, he, he thinks he thinks that money good. that money is what the yeah. kid wants, but the kid just wants a dad. You know, he yeah. wants he wants someone to talk to and hang out with. He doesn't want all this just shit thrown at him and all this yeah. money or whatever. You know, he wants to have a connection there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I can see that being a very strong like motivation for him to. It's a like, little more. This pure. is this is kind of why he's like run up all this debt because he's trying to provide this life like he never did, become disgraced and leave the game. Like yeah. maybe to him it could be like, and which puts him further into debt and more problems is like, I gotta pick up my kid from school in a cool car. Yeah, you know mm-hmm. I'm, I gotta have a nice yeah. car. I don't want to pick up my kid in like some crappy car or something Mm -hmm. and that's what he thinks is going to be that like helps his relationship with his son is having like some nice sports car yeah but no you know it doesn't matter just that makes sense so somewhere around the midpoint of the movie he gets arrested right i mean it's this is almost kind of like a character study right (laughs) this is almost like a character study right um you're drifting away there I'm what Tokyo drifting. My that? mic is Tokyo drifting away from me. <laughs> so maybe you kind of have this film, right? He's trying to reconnect with his son. He's doing these crappy fights. Maybe he does like an autograph session. No one comes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, except one guy who's like old. He's like, yeah, oh, you were great in 1983. That was the best, man. Yeah. He, he that was like, so yeah. good. I saw him like I win your... the Heisman yeah. Trophy or some shit like mm-hmm. that in college. Um, yeah. And then... The climax would be this robbery, and it goes terribly wrong. Mm-hmm. And that would be if it goes well, you know, or it goes wrong. No, no, yeah, yeah. And then he just ends up in jail, and that that ends it, right? He's you want jail you for a while there? Well, that's what I was wondering. I think it's a nice wrap up because then at that point he's not going to have a relationship with his son. He's in jail for ten plus years. Mm-hmm. He's in jail. And now well, he's we completely the... disgraced because now he's in jail. Are mm-hmm. we getting to the point? Are we just cutting this whole reveal that he was kind of uh, not framed, but you know, thrown out of the bus by the mob boss and his friend? Yeah, I think that could be in there too, right? All these guys he thought it was his friends betrayed him. Mm-hmm. It could be in the reveal there. Yeah. 
And then you're then you're getting rid of um, the. Well, maybe the so the end is a is a trial. So he gets arrested. Mm-hmm. He goes to trial, and in the trial, you see his friend like testimony or like testifying against them. You yeah. get some indication that I don't I I don't know if I understand exactly what the mob boss's motivation would be to get him arrested. To be honest, I it, I don't it, see it. I, to get him arrested yeah. doesn't make any sense. Because this guy's a criminal himself. Yeah, he, he doesn't, doesn't want any attention drawn to this mm-hmm. guy from law enforcement because he could flip. The only thing I think that would end up there is if the mob boss needs to kill him for some reason. Yeah. So you, you get got two options there, just right? Just like some random other guy that owes him a, the mob boss money has to kill this guy in order say, to clear I, that guy. If he got arrested, dead. just plain out got arrested, then there would be motivation for the mob boss to hire a hit, but I don't see any motivation for the mob boss to arrange the arrest. Well, like the thing is, so you can have this really cool scene where the mob boss goes to the prison and he tells him, I can get you out of jail, but that means you're going to fall in line or you better watch your back because you're not going to make it out of here. So it's like either you got to, you got to, conform to doing these fights and what i say and i'll you know bribe whoever to get you out or i'm gonna have some guy in here kill you that owes me money too because mm-hmm. he's like he's been doing this deal with the selling and stealing his memorabilia and, and the cash to kind of get his way out of debt and he's like i don't i don't want this happening i want you to stay here do these fights make me money because everyone always comes out when you're fighting, because it always draws a huge fucking crowd. I mean, if it's a that robbery, could be his motivation. it doesn't need to be a super strong motivation. Motivation when it comes to some sketchy people like that. If it's a robbery that went wrong, I mean, there'd be motivation for the mafia guy to get rid of him so he can't blab. Mm-hmm. Right. If the mafia guy is involved. Yeah. I mean, you could have a cool scene where they're talking through the glass on the telephones, right? And the mafia guy's being real buddy buddy with him. But at some point, there's some visual cue that somebody on the jail side, he's like arrange something with Mm -hmm. and then Mm -hmm. it ends with him getting like strangled in a cell or something if you wanted to go that route i think going to jail though is like you think the end for this guy is him dying i wasn't thinking that but i mean i think jail is and then he's gonna live with it and if you kill him it's like you know you punched him in the face and then kicked him in the dick Mm -hmm. you know yeah he already got punched yeah i mean i i think that if he is Evolved enough with the mob, which I at this point I think he's just you know he's just going there and fighting. He's not so yeah. involved that the mob boss would want to kill him necessarily, unless he is trying to strike up a plea deal to get out of it. Mm-hmm. Right, which would make sense if there's a guy above him who is more yeah. valuable to law enforcement. Mm-hmm. And so if he's trying to st- strike a plea deal and they know that he's going to testify, then sending someone in to kill mm-hmm. him makes sense. Now, if you want him to die or not, I think is, we is have two ways of dealing story, that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If he dies and then isn't able to testify or maybe, you know, because we've already established he's a good fighter. Maybe he's able to fight his way out of it. Maybe he does testify and then ends up in some sort of witness protection out. So he still is, estranged from his family but he's not dead Mm -hmm. does that make sense 
And then, like, the climax where, I guess, the very end is his son deciding whether or not to come with him into witness protection. What is his arc? He, he starts a better guy. He wants to become a better guy, but how is that related in the story? Does he become a better guy? Does he not? I think he does a little bit, mm-hmm. but he can't defeat his demons, right? Yeah. Like a lot of those stories, like mm. he has moments, so he should have a moment with his son that's actually redeeming. Good. Yeah. You know, he's a good dad. Yeah. Like maybe he's, you know, if he played football, maybe he's like playing football with his son and it's actually a really nice moment, mm. but he can't overcome the rest, you mm-hmm. know? So All he right. does become a better person at the beginning. He has nothing to do with his son. By the end of it, at least his son's like sad that mm-hmm. his dad's either murdered or in yeah. jail or he's no longer in jail. like apathetic or. Yeah. Yeah, they're not estranged anymore. I think, like, the thing in this is he wants to have a relationship with his son, right? Mm-hmm. That should be the driving thing. So that's kind of the hook of the movie, I guess, is that Jerry wants to improve his relationship with his son. He wants to become a better man by getting out of debt, getting himself out of weird-ass street fights, mm-hmm. reconnecting with his son, starting over, right? Yeah. But that's all kind of connected to his son, right? We kind of said he thinks that getting a large sum of money, regaining celebrity status. Mm-hmm. Maybe he thinks he's going to get back and play in the pros, mm-hmm. something like that. But overall, I think it's he wants to become a better guy, and we see that through the relationship with his son, right? Kind of like uh, Jobs. The whole thing, I mean, it's about Steve Jobs making iPods. Yeah. But the whole movie is about his relationship with his daughter. Yeah. Okay. It's like and told is... over like four or five big releases in Apple, but it's about how he's interacting with his daughter at each of those moments. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. Is that the Fastbender one or yeah, the, the Fastbender? Fast yeah, no, no, no. He's, no, 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 no one watches that one. No one watches that. No, no. One. that's like a straight biopic. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But I like Jobs because it really talks about. It's more about the man. Yeah. Yeah. And like it starts off, he's young, brash, wants to take on the whole world, refuses to admit paternity to his daughter. Okay. And his he's rich. I mean, this is true. And the woman that he was with and his daughter are living like in public housing or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then by the end of it, he's like starting to have a relationship with his daughter and he's changed as a person. Yeah. Like that's what the end, whole thing's about. Yeah. At the end, they're not like, they're not yeah. good, but they're starting. That's yeah, it. Yeah. Just getting to that start, that's no, that, that little bit mm-hmm. of hope that you want to like have for yeah. this character. And I think that's kind of what this could be too, where it's he starts out a complete mess, mm-hmm. and we see him mess. try to do it. But in the in Jobs, he actually does it. Yeah. In this movie, he fails, he fails. horribly. Yeah. yeah. Do you want to go through like a breakdown of the movie? Or, yeah. Take uh, away, Paul. One word title. Furious. This is the prequel to the Fast and the Furious. <laughs> you guys have no idea. The kid is named Dom, and you guys are fucked right now. <laughs> so Jerry Furious. So the other guy's last name is the Furious. <laughs> no, his his like nickname from like football is Furious, because um, his last name is actually Fury, like Nick Fury. Is this real? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> They look like shitty movies, so this could be real. Is it real? <laughs> no, it's not real. <laughs> I really. I would not be surprised I, it, if like, Vin Diesel's last name was Fast and the other guy was named The Furious. Furious. Yeah, and that's why it was called Fast and the Furious. That's a, the, at some point, watching these movies, I was like, "When are we going to get to Fast and Furious?" Like, no one's given them nicknames. I feel like in nine, they're going to be like, 
fast. And he's going to be, like, furious. And they're going to do the, like, Dylan, you son of a bitch, the <laughs> handshake from fucking Predator. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Did you get White Walker in your eye? Yeah, I spit it out, and now I got menthol sauce all in my eyes. <laughs> I've, I've never seen a single really? Fast and Furious Oh my movie. god, like like six months ago? Or I haven't even seen a single scene. Maybe maybe like a year ago, I decided one weekend to watch all fucking nine of them. They're oh, wow. god fucking awful. Oh, it's so I, terrible. It, so it, much just, money, it just starts making less and less sense as it goes because they kill the guy in three, but then he's in four more movies and then he dies off screen or like, and then they bring in the guy who killed him as part of the team. Makes no fucking sense because they just jumped the shark too early and then they try to bring the shark back and make the timelines <laughs> work. The Aren't they like superheroes now? <laughs> oh yeah, dude. They're, they're fucking crazy. And have you seen the, the new one? Looks fucking stupid as shit with uh, John Cena. You add John Cena to a movie, it's most likely going to be garbage. Sometimes it's okay that, you know, that funny one that he was in where the he was... Blockers uh, movie was was entertaining. I never I watched know. Blockers, but it looked not it wasn't that good. amazing. It what was, is the movie with Sylvester yeah. Stallone and all the old... Expendables? Yeah. That's the one? One of the best nights of my life is... <laughs> I had a long week at work, and I got a bunch of sushi. I got hammered and watched Expendables. <laughs> Life's never been better. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let's uh, talk about our movie. Our movie. Okay. Okay. Take it away, Paul, from the top. Alright, so, I'm gonna be honest, I don't remember. Alright, I'll walk us through the movie. <laughs> Alright, Chad, walk us through Chad, the movie. Walk us through this movie, give us All a right, recap. Hold on, hold on. alright. Hey, Chad, why don't you walk us through the movie? Let's wrap this up and bring it home. All right, so uh, the setup is Jerry is a retired uh, football player. He was caught gambling on his own games and was forced out of the game. Since then, he has started illegal street fighting for a local mob. And he finds himself in a situation where he was told that he was set up to win a fight. He bet heavily on himself and then they pulled a switcheroo and he lost the fight and lost all this money. And now he's in significant debt to the mob person. The mob boss is really friendly and admires Jerry. He's really, you know, cool with him. And Jerry thinks that the mob boss is his friend, but you know, maybe he is not so nice. He decides to start selling his own memorabilia and then robbing the people that he sold it to in order to make more money to pay off his debt. The kind of side story during all of this is that he's been estranged from his child, his son, and he wants to make amends. He's trying to do things that make him cool, like buy fancy cars and be, you know, publicly cool. He brings his son to one of the fights and it's completely inappropriate and they have a falling out. So the con is working for a while. He's making some money. It seems like he's making some progress to actually pay off the debt. And then he gets arrested and he goes to jail, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then when he's in jail, he decides for a lower sentence, he's going to testify against some of the mob members in what he knows. And then the mob tries to carry a hit out on him. He is able to fight back and not die, is able to successfully testify, then is put in 
some sort of witness protection. Before the witness protection, he's allowed to have some time with his kid and is able to establish some sort of growth in that, that he's, you know, trying to be a better dad. Right? Yeah. That's uh, the gist of it, I believe. What's it called? And the last name of the football player guy is Toretto. And that's the title of the movie. Toretto. Toretto. So who are you casting in this? Who is playing... Um, um, well, he's got to be. Simpson. He's got to be kind of like a like an Italian guy now. I I kind of want. I kind of want to do like a. I think John Hamm can take this in a dark direction. He's very Irish. Do you think he can't play Italian with a little bit of? Uh, yeah, yeah, he slicked that hair back. Kind of like makeup. Rub <laughs> a little olive oil in that skin. Just kind of slather him in marinara. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a little parmesan sprinkled on tap yeah i i kind of like I, uh i don't know who who else is kind of like italian that's kind of like that late 40s kind of uh like an old school hollywood dame judy dench can do it all always apparently bradley cooper's italian but i don't know oh bradley how, cooper uh, wouldn't be bad except do it. you know he doesn't really command a screen when he's like on his own like i i watched that um uh, where he took the pill, Limitless or something like that, right? Okay. That was, that was okay. Eh. I feel like Bradley Cooper's best as a character actor. I, I like him as like a side character or like a supporting actor. Yeah. He was pretty good in um, The Silver Linings Playbook. I like that. Um, yeah, what am I talking about? He's pretty good. But... He can hold it. Yeah, because he's got that like that drunk guy in um, A Star is Born, right? That's It's pretty solid performance with that but i just don't think he has that do you guys think bradley cooper football player feel you know yeah you guys think bradley cooper and lady gaga got it on i don't know know about celebrity hookup stuff but i'm i just think the chemistry in that movie is just a little too too much it's a little too real yeah i i'd like to do like uh jeremy renner i think he's a really good actor yeah for this but i just think he's too small unless we make him like fucking tennis player or something like that, you know. Aren't there? There are football players that are smaller. Right? I guess. I mean, but they wouldn't be like a star. They would be like a kicker, or I, maybe he can be a running back. What about um, what Poe? What's Poe's name from Star Wars? Oscar Isaac. Oscar, Oscar Isaac, Isaac, right? Like he had that kind of like that dark kind of moody thing going on in in um, Drive, and I think if. Um, you know, you can always work with actors to put on some muscle. If you put on a little bit of muscle, he can he can do this. Yeah, I, I think I've seen him with like bulk. And yeah. Things. Yeah, he can do it all. Yeah. I I would like I I, I like Oscar Isaac. And he can look vaguely Italian to be. Yeah, I mean, I think Vin he's Diesel's Hispanic. He's but Guatemalan. That, yeah, it's close enough. Yeah. They're, you know, one colonized the other. At <laughs> some point in history, right? Who's the son? The son. Um. I don't know when he like. I, I want him to be like around like fourteen ish, you know. What about uh this guy who did Hamilton? Lin Manuel, Manuel Miranda. He's too I old. I think he can pass <laughs> for like it. A, that's like a grown ass man. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know the child actors. Um hold on a second. I, I think I got a guy. Tony Revioli. <laughs> that's not a real name. <laughs> it's the guy who plays Flash in the Spider Man movies. Tony Ravioli. Tony Revioli. Oh, oh, okay. Look at that. It's Tony Ravioli. I'm sure, guy. like, Tony Ravioli is, like, a brand of, like, SpaghettiOs. Yeah. 
I'm, that guy, Flash. I, I know who you're talking about. Okay. It sounds to me, I'm pretty sure Tony Ravioli is like a name in some uh, like comedy show. About, Chef Boyardee. I think that's a pizza shop off like of, uh, 29 <laughs> Tony Ravioli. <laughs> I like that. And then for like the mob boss. Um, yeah, it was in Unbre- it was in Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt where she says she's Tony Ravioli. Oh, uh, okay. For the mob boss, who are you thinking? Uh, mob boss. I was thinking someone a little bit inconspicuous as like a mob boss. It, we can do John Hamm as the the guy. Yeah, he's, he's a little bit. He did it good more... in um, Baby Driver. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. He could be your buddy, but then he can turn on you. He's got that like that dark edge that you don't really know about because he's got yeah. that, that madman like dapper turn on a dime for being really like nice and fun to just like yelling and like yeah yeah. that's what the money is for (laughs) i can see that i I like him because like he's just he he he's like dame judy dench he can do it all yeah he's done tim and eric he's done the the dapper man you know yeah have you seen that (laughs) show he's in with uh with harry potter on netflix yeah mad man yeah What about the kid's mom? Because we probably got to have some scenes there. Kid's mom, Elizabeth Banks. Okay. She could probably do some kind of like Jersey, trashy kind of like look to her, you know. Okay. Almost like a friend dressing. Dresher. Dresher. Okay. My my brother calls her Dressington. And I always call her that because I was like, can't fucking remember her name. Because who the fuck talks about Fran Dressington? By the way. Toretto is the last name of Vin Diesel's character in the Fast and the Furious. (laughs) (laughs) Son of a bitch. (laughs) Everything you listen to is going to be an awesome movie. Throws you for a loop at the end. It's got uh, a little bit of anger, a little bit of quickness, and uh, a little bit of gambling. I feel like this was a very nice drama until you decided to make it a prequel to the Fast and the Furious. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I guess that is Toretto, the crime drama slash character study that is unexpectedly a prequel to the Fast and the Furious film franchise. Thanks for listening to this episode of Script Prompt 2. Uh, You can check us out on social, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. If you'd like to support the show, please rate, review, and subscribe. You can also find us on Patreon, where you can get exclusive bonus episodes and other content. We've been posting a bunch of images up on social that have random creative prompts in them, and we wanted you to email or submit your comments for your thoughts on what you would do with those prompts. You can also send us an email with what you would do with uh, the prompts we drew today or on any other episode, for that matter. We're hoping to gather enough of them to start putting together mini episodes in between our main episodes every other week. Thanks for listening. See you next time. Bye-bye now. Get out of here.